Hey everybody, welcome to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we're making faith practical as you raise the next generation to follow Jesus. My name is Todd Lesher. Thanks for listening. I created this podcast to give parents some practical tools for the life and faith of their family. And I had the privilege of talking with Matt and Katie Rogers about making prayer a part of their family practice. We had a great conversation and I can't wait to share it with you. I'm grateful to have you listen in. If you find this helpful for you and your family, please subscribe to our podcast, leave a comment, and share it with someone else. Your words and shares allow us to share these words with others. So thank you. Now here's my conversation with Matt and Katie. Hey, Matt and Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We're humbled to be here. Yes, so great having y'all here. Well, why don't you take a minute to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your family? Me to go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, I'm Matt Rogers. This is Katie Rogers. Um, this March, we will have uh, been married for 15 years, which is kind of crazy. Way to go. Yeah, time flies. Uh, we have three kids. Um, our son, uh, Elliot, is 11. Leona is nine. And we just finished our adoption, actually, during quarantine. Um, uh, Kadrian is eight. Awesome. This year, yeah. Um, so uh, we've um, lived in a couple different uh, areas. The time we started up in the university, and then we um, uh, we've been in two eight two hundred five for the last I think seven or eight years. Um, and we were with uh, Forest Hill at Noda um, before they moved campuses, and now uh, you know everybody's over at uh, East Lamont, and I yep. love it because Eastland's such a part of uh, Charlotte's history. You know, yeah, easy to set down new roots. In there and kind of see what God's up to that's brand new so um yeah that's who we are that's fantastic we awesome uh what do you all do I am uh in marketing okay. um I um I do a lot of um uh, integrated marketing strategies right now I'm doing it for a, a few different business lines and Katie I quit being a um, office manager a okay. few years ago when we decided we were gonna start to do the fostering application, yeah. which as people know, um, it's a very intensive program. So we actually started it. It was, there's a lot more involved in this, but I ended up mm-hmm. quitting my job because my husband got a promotion and it was a blessing. So I was able to quit that. And then we moved and I started my own, working for myself and what okay. I call my side hustle. Yep. And I run an Airbnb. So nice. I run an Airbnb and we finished up the fostering paperwork home study. Um, and it was, I mean, it just moved along. It was like the perfect project. The Lord blessed it because normally things do not go as planned, but that's the Truly. one thing yeah. where it was just like, well, that's done next, next. And the Lord brought us Cadrian and yeah. I have been working from home ever since. So I haven't been able, I haven't had to, you know, do the nanny thing and yeah. figure out how to bring in. She's also child. now a full-time home school teacher for oh, CMS. So all the things. All yeah. The things. It's, you know, the Lord definitely has blessed us. There's, I, I cannot tell you how rich, I don't know what I would have done if, yeah. if I were in a particular situation. Yeah. And I'm very I don't grateful. know what we would have done truly. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just wish CMS would pay her. Right, that's right. I, I, I would say that for all the parents who oh, are yeah. homeschool yeah. teachers now, True. even those who were homeschooling beforehand, you right. know, that yeah. is it. It is an incredible work that all the parents have done uh, during this time. Well, and 
Katie, we just gave you a little free marketing here for your Airbnb. Yeah. So yeah, check, check out the uh, Rogers Ranch. I think that's what it's called. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a cute name, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. So, well, thank you for taking that time to uh, let our listeners get to know y'all a little bit. So today I've, at, I've invited Matt and Katie to talk about growing in prayer as a family. Uh, prayer is an essential part of our faith and relationship with God. He wants to talk with us, and we, he wants us to talk to him as well, and to trust him with our lives. But knowing how to do that in real life and parenting, which is right where Matt and Katie are, can be a little intimidating. And so as you listen, we hope that this conversation provides you all with some encouragement and inspiration to become families of prayer. So Matt and Katie, why don't you give us a little more history of your faith journey following Jesus? Well, I, so we, um, it's really important to, I guess, kind of talk about where we come from because we're so, yeah. uh, where we started and where we're heading um, is a big part of kind of the framework for how we hope this conversation goes. I'll let Katie go first. Actually. Okay. <laughs> so for me, I come from a religious family. I hope you guys don't mind. I'm actually going to leave out the particular denomination sure. mm-hmm. because I prayerfully came about this and thought, you know, I find that people stop listening if they mm. think that they don't have something in common. But I actually find that now that I've been in the Bible Belt for oh, most of my life now, I have, I think we have a lot in common. So I grew up in Northern Virginia in a more of a liturgical religious Mm -hmm. church, went to um, a school under that denomination. And that was my foundation. I, writing this and reflecting about this, I had belief through that religious faith, Mm -hmm. but I did not until high school make that step or leap into personal faith, into faith. So I'm trying to, it's belief through religion. I had that. Mm. I talked to God. I asked him for things, um, but I compartmentalized. I had religion. I had a checklist. I had boop, 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 boop. I had, and with that came guilt and Mm. pressure and something that was a burden. Fast forward, uh, moved down to Southwestern Virginia and culturally it's all Virginia, but people who know, you know, the further you come into different places, culture shifts. Mm -hmm. And I came further into the well, that was into the Bible Belt. Um, I was not from the Bible Belt. Um, and it was there that I went to um, a non-religious school and got introduced to Young Life, hmm. seeking the farthest out kid, which yep. you would, in my thoughts process, I'm not the farthest out hmm. kid, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I know who Jesus is. <laughs> Why would I go to that? Yeah. Um, but I went and went to um, Young Life camp and made that leap that Mm. heart faith my belief plus faith equals life change so that's where the change happened that was like the next season and then from that point on oh my gosh oh my goodness Quinlan knows I I tried to lay it out for her uh sitting over coffee and I I haven't stopped I that was 16 I was 16 years old Mm -hmm. and with my religious family um, you would think it'd be like, oh, great. No, no. It was very abrasive. It was very, wait, that's not our particular type of faith. What are you doing? You're doing something mm-hmm. differently. So I've had to walk a very 
it, it actually made me feel very alone, but at the same time, I've been walking towards freedom in Christ. Hmm. And I think that is the best way place for yep. you to pick. Oh, that's great. Yep. Thank you, Katie. Go for it, man. Uh-huh. So uh, for me, I, it, it happened completely on the opposite end of the spectrum. So I didn't grow up necessarily, well, definitely not in a religious context. You, everybody knows people of faith, right? I had family members that were uh, Christians, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't grow up in the house of the Lord. But I had a very kind of definitive moment uh, uh, when I was 18. Um, uh, I remember where I was. I remember what I was doing when I felt like I first heard the Lord, whatever that means, but I felt mm-hmm. like I first heard the Lord uh, um, say something to me. Mm-hmm. And so my faith journey has gone from complete freedom uh, and ambiguity uh, you know, of life to walking towards uh, discipline. Yeah. Um, so Katie's, Katie's coming from uh, like a disciplined religion and she's walking yep. towards freedom and I'm coming from freedom and I'm walking towards uh, discipline. And I would say the same thing for me. I, I think this probably leads into your next question, but after that, that moment, you know, um, I never really kind of wanted to, once you kind of have this realization that there is a God and he is real and he does desire to have a relationship with me, I just never wanted to turn that faucet off really. Mm, that's really great. And I love those those two unique perspectives that that you all have as a couple and as individuals, because it does, like you said, Matt, it does set up this next question. Because I, I've never described prayer like this, but prayer is almost the intersection of freedom and discipline, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I love that. I mean, that's the breakaway right there. Um, we just so uncovered it, that this morning, by the way. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, I love my, it. My picture. Yes, <laughs> I wish I could share that. Yes. It's 15 years over coffee this morning. We were like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes total sense because yeah. it's both and, it right? And if you go too far to one side, right, then it, it it's not what it's meant to be. And if you go too far to the other side, it's not what it's meant to be, but it's this flow. Oh, so good. So good. good. <laughs> All right. So when did, when did prayer start becoming a priority to y'all? So, you know, we, we you know, we kind of came to the conclusion this morning after, you know, arriving at uh, what we just talked about, right? Yep. Both and uh, for me in particular, after having that very defining moment, I, I don't want, I definitely don't want somebody who's listening to this think that, you know, whatever happened to me when I was 18 happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, uh, but when that moment happened to me and I felt like I heard the Lord say something to me or call me, you know, to him, uh, I, you know, I remember what he said. I, I remember how I felt. I remember what I was looking at, you know, mm. um, and I, I have never really wanted to turn that faucet off. And, and because of that, I've, I've, you know, I understand what the scripture says when it says, you know, pray without ceasing. Yep. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, we'll t- I'm sure we'll talk about it more later. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I've constantly got my hands folded mm-hmm. and I'm constantly on my knees and I'm constantly, but, but I'm, I'm constantly inside of this relationship and I'm yep. constantly in communion with God. So from 18 to now, I would say it's never really not mm. a priority for me. Yeah. Right. And then for me, and then we'll go to the when it became kind of priority for us because yeah. I think everybody who's married knows, knows this is a comp this is a complicated yep. layered question journey. Yeah, yeah journey for me for Katie it's um I come from a place where even in even as people have pushed back saying oh you weren't a believer until you gave your life I, 
when I spend time with the Lord, he, he has silenced all those voices. He said, mm. no, I work, I was working on you yep. in the foundations of who you are. And in those places, I do remember. So in the beginning, um, I had prayer was a priority when it was expected of me in church and in like the liturgy and I say yeah. liturgy and for people a common word would be for me like a formula a yeah. formula that I needed to fill out and then it was also when your heart is heavy and to get towards kids this is what I meditate on when I talk to my kids I don't remember a time not going to bed and if I was sad and afraid if our parents were fighting or something where I in my being, or at mm. least in my mind, I would pray yeah. and, and in desperation. So that's where it started. And then it matured into what Matt is talking about. It was mm. a flow of a complete relationship from yeah. 16 and on. Um, and then we get married and we have me coming from <laughs> very disciplined, yeah. um, you know, and, and then Matt, who is a free for all, like just, Ooh, he yeah. can he can like live it. And then I'll be like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, what? Where's you know? the discipline? Right, right. Like, wait, what? But for us, when did prayer become a priority? I think we both agree. This you, morning. you think this morning, no, <laughs> no, no. I want people to, the most important part is to be authentic and honest. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would love to have said, Oh, when we got married always. and no, <laughs> it's always the answer is right. No, right. it became a priority when we had kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. was about three years into being married, we yes. had this uh, autonomous from one another prayer life that was meaningful and the Lord was using it. The Lord was talking to both of us. Yeah. Right? But we were not, good at I was not good at leading us into uh, uh, times where we would uh, pray together for things right mm -hmm. independently from one another and, and I, I told Katie this this morning it was almost the first time I'd ever I think it's the first time I've ever articulated it it's it was almost as if I would look at my wife and think to myself I, I know I know that her she is secure with the Lord Katie's got this thing figured out do you know what I mean and yeah. I'm gonna continue to try to figure this thing out and I never really did the rest of the equation which was we have got to figure this hmm. out together and the catalyst for us we decided this morning when that language started to shift and when it became more of the two of us and then the three of us and then the four of us and now the five of us hmm. is uh when uh elliot uh, when elliot was born for mm -hmm. sure that was the second time uh when elliot was born where i felt like i had heard uh the same voice right i do want to make a point there the first time I felt like I heard the Lord was when I was 18. The second time I know that, that I heard the Lord was when I was 27. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm constantly in communion with the Lord in between there. Yeah. Uh, but, but that was the second time I'm like, Oh, that's, that's definitely him, you know? Mm. Um, and so from that moment, when we realized that we, we were responsible for this other person's walk and we didn't know anything about this person, we were going to learn about this person together that's when the necessity to pray together and to pray as a family became real. The stakes became real and we would pray together. Well, I hope some of our listeners can hear that encouragement and that authenticity in there is that even if you didn't start your marriage off 
with prayer or faith or discipline or the freedom found in Christ, you still can, you know, and if it makes you all feel any better, there was this moment in our marriage when I was like, you know what? I don't thank God for my wife on a regular basis. Like I think I need to, and I had to grow into that. And that, that was such a pivotal moment for me. So we all have those moments in our faith. Um, That's what maturity is all about. Like you said, Katie. So Matt, you just kind of set up where we're going next in talking about how God moved you all from the autonomous prayer life to this one, two, three, four, five people praying together as a family. So what does prayer look like for your family and as you parent? So when, so I think uh, we talked a little bit um, when we were trying to get our notes together for this podcast this morning, it's, I think it's really important for someone who is not accustomed to uh, a prayer life. What even what that means is understanding what prayer is, right? Prayer is the exchange the communication between God and man and man yeah. and God back and forth and back. And, forth. and so with that fundamental understanding and with our family in particular, it's important for the kids to know that Katie and I pray and that we take this very seriously. And it's not, you know, hyped up, you know, words that we say mm-hmm. in particular places or just over meal or whatever, and opportunities for worship and opportunities for gratitude and an opportunities of need and an opportunities of just a normal mundane everything. We look mm-hmm. for those opportunities as a family to talk to God and to bring God into the conversation of our household, right? Yeah. So that looks, um, it looks a lot of different ways, but one uh, recent way uh, that, that, that this really is important and it, um, um, was, you know, I, like a lot of people in this time right now during this pandemic, uh, I have been out of work for a while and been mm. looking for different uh, um, ways to kind of make things happen, you know, mm-hmm. bring home the bacon. Katie was single-handedly yeah. supporting our family for the last <laughs> 11 months. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so um, uh, I had a job interview last, was it last week? Mm-hmm. Okay, last week. Uh, and the kids were all at the table swinging their feet and talking. Um, and I had tried to, you know, hustle up and get their breakfast ready. And I was in my stuff ready to go to this job interview. Um, and I, I kind of had to interrupt the moment. Uh, everybody, every parent knows the moment, right? The yep. dishes are in the sink. I, I count one, two, three kids with food in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Where's my briefcase? Do I have my <laughs> cup of coffee? <laughs> You're going through all of the things. And, uh, um, I had to stop the moment really quick and say, okay, you know, I feel like the Lord is saying that this is the one let's go ahead and pray together everybody you know lock up that's what we say around the house everybody grab hands um, and we're going to pray that this happens today and then we're going to wait and see what the holy spirit is trying to do and so everybody stopped in the, and i let the kids this is we'll talk, we'll talk about this i guess later but i let the kids pray over me right mm-hmm. what, what their hearts want and i tell the kids all the time i you know i'm pretty sure the lord likes your prayers more than mine anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh i let them pray over me and i went and um you know i I came back, you know, I had to wait the whole weekend to hear anything about the job. And then on Monday, I got the uh, word that um, I, I did uh, get the job. This was it this past month. Yeah. Oh, so was... 2020 is just boom, like, right, right. right. Time has stopped. <laughs> Time has stopped. Uh, so I got the phone call that I got the job and Leona and Cadrian were there with me. And again, I had to stop the moment and say, guys, this is what we prayed for. This is what we believe for. And look, 
the Lord delivered. We have to remember this moment. We have to say thank you, you know? And so that that's kind of, I hope that's a good explanation yeah. of, of what the, the, the general rhythm of conversations with him look like in our house. Katie, Katie handles it on, on other right. levels. That's like, why it was so important to introduce us. Everybody knows that's married. We are both individual, but the Lord says he's going to mm-hmm. make his own flesh. And please mm-hmm. call me if you can explain to me the mystery of that. <laughs> the Lord is still We're unfolding still uh-huh. <laughs> the intricacies of that. Um, but that that is perfect. So that is the freedom and the heartbeat is what I would call it mm-hmm. inside of our home, which is what I desire for everyone in every moment. That is evidence of the pray without ceasing and allowing the Lord to be and asking him to be present in all things. And that is also, I have to be better at encouraging. So give me a moment. Uh, (laughs) No, (laughs) Look at this breakthrough right now. (laughs) That is is also a fruit of your obedience and love of the Lord and serve the family, Matt. Ooh. He just has to give me nice. the opportunity. Nice. There you go. In a podcast, do it. <laughs> I'm good at th- this. Is for the record, nice. ladies out there. Words of affirmation are <laughs> yeah. not my forte. <laughs> um, but this but I flow forever. and yeah, I, <laughs> I speak truth. Some, and I have to be careful how often I speak truth. <laughs> Let's be clear, and that is true. So that is true. And then, so from my end, I've been working towards freedom in the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember at that 16th um, season, for me, it was no less actually feeling the presence of the Lord because I I don't, it's not a physical, I, maybe based on my, my spiritual gift set, I felt lighter. I felt God remove something. Mm -hmm. And so there was something that the Lord is moving us towards the center and something I wrote down um, that this is for those who come, who need me to speak right now. Mm -hmm. We come from the formula. The formula is not bad. I can give you if, you know, someone might be like, just give me a formula. Tell me what to do. And yes, I can say, pray before meals, Um, pray with your kids over and at bedtime and pray at church and all those things are good. But This is where I can feel the Lord wanting me to say, this is what I grew up with Mm -hmm. in and of itself. It is not bad. It's, it can be obedience, but it is, it can be empty. Mm. And the thing I long for, for anyone that I come in contact with is that we do not live in an empty religion. And I, so I pull Matt towards obedience and, and where the Lord has me in doing what the Lord has asked me to do because, but as he brings me towards freedom in Christ. Mm -hmm. So those things, I still feel like, Oh, I should pray. And we do not, we're not like religious crazy. In fact, people probably are surprised how we forget Mm -hmm. all the time of certain things, but we pray before dinner when we're sitting down, we, but we ask our kids who wants to pray. Mm-hmm. and they fight they over fight praying <laughs> so this is the other side and so we do that i we also pray if it, there's something important and and then we demonstrate something like i'm nervous or whatever putting something down before the lord and this that part is the heart piece that's not the empty religion piece mm-hmm. but that is obedience so but then at the same time i'm the one who's consistent with bedtime so i 
um, need, I challenge myself to be better at praying with the kids, but also not pressing a religion on them. And I know that's a weird thing. It's a burden of me because of where I come from. So I encourage them. We have a, we had a foster son at one point Mm -hmm. and he was, he was uncomfortable and we had to allow him to express what he could express with us. And then we encouraged him um, to, even if he didn't want to talk to us, that he had a heavenly father that he could go to. And so I just wanted to leave it at that and that can, yeah. yeah. And it looks, I, w- I just want to wrap it up because I think it's so important, especially for some parents who are trying to figure out how to share this with their kids, allowing them the process of having those big moments like this past Monday, yeah. when we could celebrate and worship a, a big prayer that the Lord answered together. And then also with like the very real and practical acknowledgement that when the kids like pray at dinner time, they pray for weird oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. thank you, Lord, for farts. And thank you for chicken. <laughs> thank you for, do you know what I mean? Like yes. they just, yep. and the Lord, the Lord, because the Lord is present and because the Lord cares, the Lord delights in that too. Yes. You know what I mean? And so you can start just, just yes. like you were saying earlier, you can start anywhere that you're at, anywhere that they are at mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and continue to grow and take every moment where the Lord is uh, showing up or when you can tell that the Lord is doing something um, and call that to everybody's attention. Stop what you're doing, call right. it to everybody's attention, you know, build a new altar in your heart and then go yes. on to the next place, you know? Yes. Well, what the, the message that's coming out loud and clear is it's this mystery of involvement that God wants to be involved in our life. Yeah. You know, sometimes he, he comes through loud and clear. Like you said, Matt, like I've heard God's voice twice in, in my life, you know, in these two big moments, but he wants to be involved on a daily basis. And then the, the other side of that is that God wants us to be involved in his kingdom in what he is doing on earth as it is in heaven. And so it's this give and take. It's this invitation in, like you were saying, Katie, um, and then it's an invitation to join. That's what prayer does. It's this rhythm, this flow of involvement. So that's what you all have helped me see is God is continually inviting and he wants to be invited in as well. But as we all know, as parents, as followers of Jesus, as people recording a podcast, Prayer is hard. (laughs) So especially in raising kids, I mean, parents are disciplers, they disciple their kids. So what challenges have you faced along the journey as you pursued a life of prayer? (laughs) Get my thoughts in order while he talks. (laughs) Do you like that for authenticity? Um, Consistency is what we talked about. Yes. Golly, the we're, challenges. The things that we are consistent about, we are consistent about gratitude. Mm-hmm. We're consistent about worship. We're definitely consistent about, especially since it, says it, it annoys the kids even sometimes, mm. <laughs> how consistent mm-hmm. we are um, yes. uh, with that one. But in, in, in all of the other ways that we can be in conversation yeah. with the Lord, uh, trying to figure out how to be more consistent and more intentional. There's nothing wrong, no matter where you're at, no matter how much you do it, there's nothing wrong with making it more because that is the sum of what we're trying to accomplish here, right? Like what is the goal of Matt Rogers in life? Is it to be in marketing? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, is Katie's reason for living to be the manager of an Airbnb? Do you know what I mean? The, the function, the purpose of, of life is to meet the Lord every day, just like it was yeah. supposed to be. Uh, and share in a relationship with him. So there's n- there's nothing wrong 
that I see and continuously cranking that faucet, opening it wider and wider and wider, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. stretching yourself. So yeah. consistency for us. I think. Yeah. And then a challenge that I realize thinking about specifically me and some of your audience of people, women who are maybe in a season before that I've already walked through in that young, having young kids, or maybe mm-hmm. mine now, you have the world hitting you and you're, you're spread thin against time and your energy is low. The thing, the challenge, like what you're saying, we are the disciplers first and foremost of our kids to mm-hmm. put that in front. It doesn't feel like that all the time. Sometimes it's just as the mom say, amen, all the moms out there, you are <laughs> a, a meter of all needs. That's right. And we can so quickly get lost in, in that. And then over time we feel worn down and we have no time and energy. And all I have to say is the Lord has met me there and he'll meet other moms there. Can, you know, they need to connect with other people who can help them, but time with the Lord, just spending time with the Lord, like that next step. Okay. So don't beat yourself up. You're not praying with your kids and you're not doing something consistently, which we struggle with too. Mm -hmm. But man, the Lord is our father. He wants to, he wants to connect with us. And it is crazy. I've said this to so many people recently. I'm like, you think that that doesn't solve your problem. But I was like, before I even open my mouth, if you come back to ask for what else can I do, you will probably find that you become an overflow mm-hmm. and something naturally happens. And that for me is something I would say to specifically, and maybe the dads too, but just as a mom and especially having young kids and you give and you give and you give number one, you have to not forget that you have a relationship. You are daughter of the most high God and he calls you beloved and he's Mm. ready to kindle that with you and all of those other things. There is enough time. There is enough space. So that's that's really good. And what, what you've done is you've, you've almost repurposed parenting under the umbrella of discipling, because just like you said, I mean, moms, especially moms are doctor, they are chef, they're referee, they're teacher, you know, they're <laughs> emergency medic, you know, like all those sort of things. But what if those moments became how discipling flows through us? Yes. Right. And so uh, teaching your kids being your your kids nurse in those moments when they you know hurt their leg and need a band-aid you know those are discipling moments for how you care because it's how our heavenly father cares for us and he does that through moms and he does that through dads and so those moments instead of seeing them as just separate roles from faith they are channels through which our children encounter the truth of god love of god through the care of parents so that was really beautiful what you said there katie so how has Prayer shapes us because it's a relationship. We are, we're formed by relationships. We all know that as individuals when it comes to friendships and marriage and family and things like that. But how is prayer shaping your faith as a family? So, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I went to uh, art school, right? And when, it, when you ask this question, it makes me think of like a, um, an organic abstract sculpture. A sculpture. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really do feel like uh, prayer is what is creating the contours and creating the lines mm. and creating the foundation and creating, you know, prayer is what has, prayer is the shape of the Rogers family. Do you know what mm, I mean? That's good. Without prayer, I, 
I would have never worked up the courage to ask Katie to marry me. <laughs> Without prayer, she would have definitely said no. <laughs> and, and without prayer, you know, we wouldn't be parents, you yeah. know. Um, and without prayer, we wouldn't have adopted, you know. Mm -hmm. And so there, there is no Rogers family without com communion with the Lord. And so to, to, I know it's such an abstract, like artsy fartsy answer, but to me, the shape of our faith journey is, you know, prayer. It, that, that is, that is what it is. Yeah, That's incredible. And, and when he said that this morning to me, I was just like everyone else, you have to filter it through your understanding and do that. Take your time to re-listen because there's a ton so of much weird stuff. And I listened and I said, you know, cause I'm more of like, I'm a detailed person. I was like, that makes sense. Prayer. And I reformed it for me so that my, my mind and spirit could echo it. And I said, I was like, I, I can say amen to that. Prayer is the, the shape mm -hmm. of our family or of our faith. And then what I had on my own for me, that is true because prayer to me is a posture. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, because of that though, I, I generally have words that have require action because of where I come from. <laughs> and the Lord has not let me get rid of that because it's good. Yeah, yeah. It, but anyway, but the posture requires action, but the fruit of that posture is faith and humility mm -hmm. and uh, awe, you know, just complete awe and reverence. And, and, and to your point earlier, putting us into a place where we realize we are not in an arrogant position of authority over our mm -hmm. children. We are in a position where we are stewarding yeah, these, these souls that is, and sit in it, you know, because once you sit in it, you, it, it'll answer your why, mm. you know, people might be looking for a what, what do I do? Okay. Mm. I'll pray before bed and I'll yes. pray. Please don't like, mm. okay, start there. <laughs> but I definitely don't want to give a formula. You can do all those things, but please don't stop there. It needs to be full of the Holy spirit and it's going to be an overflow. Yeah. yeah. The why is so important. You, you all have given some really refreshing viewpoints on prayer of a vibrant prayer life, very honest, very raw, truthful, authentic. And, and what I, what you're, what you're doing is you are describing relationship, right? There is no formula for relationship. No one could say, okay, how did you, how did you get Matt to like you? What's the formula? You know, no, no. So same thing goes with God. It it's the consistency, it's the authenticity over time. But I I love some of these phrases that you mentioned, Matt. You mentioned without prayer, you know, dot dot dot. Yeah. You know, what what would our family be like without prayer? Oh yeah. my goodness! You could say the same thing about a healthy relationship. Without blank, without this practice in our marriage, where would we be? You know, so it's it's same go. So just such a a really refreshing, like I mentioned, an encouraging viewpoint viewpoint on prayer. So thank you for that. Well, we're gonna start to we're gonna start to wind this down, and I'd love for y'all to share just a couple takeaways. So, what is a step or two that you'd want a family to take after hearing this conversation? 
Well, I, I would tell anybody to start where they are at. Mm -hmm. I'm going to piggyback on something that you just said. When you start a relationship with anybody, um, uh, you're getting out of the relationship exactly what you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do not have a like a like a a thriving relationship with God right now, the last thing that you want to do is listen to this podcast and go create a formula yeah. or a religion to impose upon your family. Mm -hmm. It confuses the kids. It confuses your spouse because like Katie said earlier, it's empty, right? Yeah. It has to come from your relationship naturally. And so my, the, the next step I would tell anybody to take is take, take a little bit of self inventory and truly mm -hmm. ask yourself, uh, what is my relationship with God like, and what do I want my relationship with God to be like? And then start to take steps for yourself. Not, you know, let let the Lord do His work in your family. You know, uh, but start start with you, whoever's listening to this podcast, and begin to figure out to take that inventory and start down that road of creating a thriving relationship with God, receiving from Him, thanking Him, being grateful to Him, asking Him for help, worshiping Him. You know, all of these things, you know, that is what that is what we would say to anybody uh, in, in terms of what what a next step. Would be. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then from me, what I would encourage people to do, and it's I completely I completely support everything that Matt said. It is exactly where you need to start. Um, I just don't want anyone to feel I know what it feels like if you feel a heaviness of burden from a religious action, then keep seeking. This is not a burdensome thing. Mm. It's not, it's yeah. not. And you will know, and I, that's just. You'll know when you're doing it right. Cause it's not a burden. It's yeah. not a burden. And I, those who know, they just know yeah. if they're yeah. listening yeah. Yeah. and everybody else, don't worry about that. Yeah. You know, Matt doesn't feel these things mm. as much as it's the, it's the burden that comes in it and it, and it, the temptation of my flesh let's say mm. but one thing that i cannot get rid of that i feel like somebody or maybe everybody needs to hear mm -hmm. is um the lord does not ask us to do these things and to walk into a deeper faith relationship alone and if part of my walk that i left off because it's too long to get into i was discipled mm. i was deeply discipled i sought it i i i asked i sat at the feet of women um like a spiritual mother and drank deeply from some fountain that they found that i wanted yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and i just pray to find that seek you know connect with your leadership to say i need this i want to be discipled i want mentorship connect with your spouse hundred percent, but you mm -hmm. cannot do everything by yourself. Mm -hmm. I am a, a woman. I am a person of many words, an external processor mm -hmm. that can't handle all of me 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. And I can't ask him to, and mm -hmm. I vice versa. Right. And he can't, right. So we need one another. Um, so ask for it find yeah. somebody and, and and in some cases someone's like oh i have things to give well you're going to be the one you're going to be connecting with people who need you yeah. and this is you're not meant to be alone hmm. that's good yeah. we'll finish this up with a little encouragement uh for those 
uh, as we wrap this up? Yeah. For me, uh, the encouragement that I would have is this conversation is, is rooted and starts in belief, right? Yeah. Like we are in our communication with God and in, in our exchange um, uh, with God. We're not, we're not having an imaginary conversation. Right. Um, uh, it's, belief is, is the underpinning. I believe that I have the opportunity to talk to the God of the universe who is working all things out for my good, for my family's good, for, for all the, and who am I to, 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 to have that kind of a conversation, right? I, I mean, we're, we're a bunch of nobodies, do you know what I'm saying? But our God who created the heaven and the earth, who, you know, pulled the, uh, 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 the soil up out of the sea, you know, who created the waters teeming with fish, who made mm -hmm. man and, and everybody in between, and who uh, used uh, his son so that we could come home, wants to yeah. have, have a conversation with us. Yeah. What else do you have going on in your day that you couldn't have a conversation right. with that God? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be, you know, that would be my encouragement. You have to believe um, and, and give him the time. He is worthy of the time. And he has such, such amazing things in store for you that is rooted in, in your relationship with him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I would just encourage, honestly, the, I don't, I don't have anything for, for you guys that I haven't been given. I just encourage you to read, um, to read scripture. And if you don't, if you need a place to start, I would even go, I, in this time of reflection, I went to Luke 18 and it just gave me, Jesus gives us a very clear picture of an intimate, of how intimate our father wants to be with us. Hmm. And, and even in just reading and start anywhere, but if you don't know where to start, just start there, start in, in Luke 18 and go backward and just read how God tells parables that are, it's like, it's like he's speaking straight to the heart. He's talking about someone who is, uh, feels that something unjust talk about hmm. the world we live in and how, uh, you know, with social media and there's all this injustice, start there. What does God say about their heavenly father? He compares them even to an, if a woman can get, you know, her point across to an unjust judge, God, he's saying God is just, and he's a father. He's not even a judge. He's your yeah. father. How much greater will he give you what you need? So for me, it's a hundred percent connect with the Lord and go in and don't be afraid of scripture and, and ask for help and connect. And you can, you are beloved. Yeah. Well, this has been so good. It has been a real, real treat to have you both on the podcast. Thank you for speaking from the heart and for sharing your story. Matt and Katie, you are great parents. Have a good one. Thank y'all. Thank you, Thank you so much. Hey everybody. It's me again. I hope this episode encouraged you. I found this conversation made prayer really accessible. There were a couple comments that Matt and Katie shared that I wanted to reflect on. All our roles as parents, whether that's teacher, cook, nurse, event planner, are all ways through which we can disciple our kids to follow Jesus. Each moment is a moment to include God. As I mentioned in the conversation that we had, the phrase, without prayer, really stuck out to me. It's an invitation to partnership. And lastly, what if prayer was the shape of our families 
How would that shape our families? It starts with us taking inventory of our relationship with God and what the next steps might be. So thank you for raising the next generation to follow Jesus. As Matt and Katie said, where would we be without prayer? Thanks for listening. Parent on parents, you got this.